Hey guys, Motorcycle Dad with Tito. I hope everybody had a good weekend. It is the beginning of a new week. You got some shit you need to get done. Goals, things you need to accomplish. Go out and fucking do them and let today be that fucking benchmark for you, okay? Uh, I know I am privileged enough and I'm I'm always going to recognize that I am privileged enough to live a different kind of schedule than most. I don't live a Monday through Friday life and live for the weekends. I... I hate it living for the weekends. I want to live for every day. And uh, Monday's that day too, guys. Don't let don't let yourself get discouraged or be like, oh, it's fucking Monday. Oh. Like, no, 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 fuck that. Fuck that. It's Monday. Fucking get some shit done. Let's get some fucking shit crushed. Get out there and fucking crush it. Pardon me if I'm so motivated this morning. Uh, I just been reading and also I watched the napoleon dynamite dance video so that kind of got me pumped pumped up if you guys see napoleon dynamite you know which one i'm talking about what is that thing it was the one where uh vote for pedro and it was uh the song from uh jamiroqua canned heat dude i don't know i think that shit pumps me up on a monday so if you're feeling bad i'm telling you right now when you get off of that go go look that shit up on youtube it'll cheer your day up okay now getting back to the business of the podcast uh trip went good it's a nice nine and a half hour road trip back, uh, going through multiple states. You know, it is start Nevada, go through Utah, Arizona, or Arizona, Utah, and then Colorado. So four states, four days. Uh, also managed to do the Alpine Loop with the guys on uh, with this tour in Colorado, which was phenomenal. The Alpine Loop is up there in that Uray uh, County area. I'll go in a little bit more detail with that with you guys later, but had a phenomenal time. Uh, pressed my limits a little bit because I had to step outside my comfort zone slightly uh, for the sake of the trip and the customers and stuff, which is, hey, look, that's fine on me. I like being pushed. I like stepping outside my comfort zone. As long as you're confident enough in that you're comfortable enough with stepping out of your comfort zone, I say do it. You never know what the fuck you're missing out on in life. And let me tell you what. I've been to the mountaintop, literally. I'm not trying to be a fucking ass, but you know, you're talking about 14,000 feet up for somebody that grew up quasi scared of heights. Not really, but I mean, you put me in a helo, I could give a fuck less. Uh, you put me on the edge of a roof, two stories up. Yeah, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, you know? So <laughs> here it is for somebody with that kind of mentality to go into it. It, it was very rewarding. I got to see... Uh, some I learned some phenomenal life lessons and just some lessons period and I got to spit out some knowledge myself too so look if you go into it with a closed mind and be like no 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 before I couldn't do that well then you're gonna miss out on a lot and I'm tell you what I did not miss out because I was able to step outside that little comfort bubble which is motorcycling in general a lot of people when you get into the sport you have to step beyond your fears of being on two wheels and, you know, being exposed. And that's motorcycling, guys. So push your limits safely. Do it safely. That's another thing I learned. You go, know, look, push your limits, but do it safely. All right. And go out there and explore and have fun. OK, guys. So that's one of the things that Backcountry Expeditions working with them uh, on this tour was was very humbling and very rewarding. I want to give a special shout out again to Neil and Julia. You guys were phenomenal to work with, to work for. Julia's the boss and she kept us in line and kept us organized. And 
guys, you know, I had no problem going out there to work and be a helper because sometimes you need some of that to be humbled. It definitely humbled me. I learned a lot just from being around the, the clients and working with these guys that are so passionate. I mean, I'm telling you guys, they're so passionate about what they do. So please go check them out on their Instagram, Backcountry Expeditions. And also you can check them out at backcountryexpeditions.co. Go check them out. You're talking about some life-changing adventure riding, exploring the beauty of this country. I mean, guys, there's people out there to talk a lot of, you know, side neck trash. Like, oh, our country this and country that. But like, look, I advise all of you to at least take one cross country trip in your life or to get outside your comfort zone of your town over your little bubble and go do some exploring somewhere that you wouldn't even think to explore. Like I would never have thought to go and explore the Alpine Loop in Ouray, Colorado. Never would have missed out on the million dollar highway. I would have missed out on all the beautiful views and all of that. The experience of seeing the clients bond the way they did in their life experience and just talking with them, you missed out on all that. You never know what you're going to miss out on. Okay. And that's something that these guys are able to bring to the forefront of giving you a make sure you're safe giving you a complete vip experience and showing you some of the most beautiful scenes in nature and what true beauty this country has so i really advise you guys take it take a look at backcountry expeditions take a look at yourself and your motorcycle career and look at expanding beyond that okay just from your normal running the mill oh i just you know go over here to this bar and drink or i just ride here Plan a different route. Go on Google. Search something. You never know what you're going to be missing out on. All right, guys. Second segment is going to be the chit-chat talk between me and Tony. All right. It's going to be going over our first day at Backcountry Expedition Tour that, or for, that, for this specific tour that we did in Colorado. Okay. Hope you guys enjoy. I'll be back in the third segment with a little bit of motorcycle stuff. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Yo, Tito. Tony. Guys, we're coming at you live. All right, live for us. Yo, mind us, we're tired and we just ate a big dinner. Okay, but this is day one of Backcountry Expedition is the company. Okay, um, Neil is the owner. Julie is his wife. She does all the operations. She's the brain. She's, she's the boss. That's what we've been calling her. <laughs> we always call her the boss. And Neil is the guide and the owner of the company and myself and Tony have been working with Neil now for over a year. He asked both of us if we can come out to help. Of course, you know, we both free. So we gladly came over. So Tony, how about you start with your, huh? before we get into that, I'm going to tell you how much these guys go into it and why it's so refreshing to work with Neil and his wife and the rest of these guys. It's fucking awesome because Dude, for the money that these guys pay, they pay any money. I'm not going to tell you how much, all right, because I, I truthfully, I don't know. But these guys pull out all the stops. Customer service is number one, bro. Like, that was one of the things that they let us be known from the get-go is, like, we're here to make their experience the best and to give these guys an awesome, you know, awesome trip. So my portion of the day, I was in one of the Jeeps. Me and Tony are doing support. He's in one Jeep. I'm in another. They rented us Jeep Rubicons to drive around for the next three days. Yeah. <laughs> like it was shit, too. He's like, oh, here's your Jeep. You know, you yep. can just drive wherever you want. Bad Don't worry Jeeps. about that. Don't pay anyone. But 
I'm doing the meal support and, you know, refreshments at the halfway point. Make sure these guys got enough challenge stuff. And Tony is doing the sweeper support in the Jeep. So, Tony, how was your day, bro? Very exciting. Um, I was, uh, so we got Neil in the front. We got a temp pack with a motorcycle sweeper and a Jeep sweeper. Uh, I mean, we're going through terrain that I didn't even know it was possible to go through. Like, just to give you guys an idea, you should probably pull it up on Google Earth and see Uray, Cal uh, Colorado, and check out the route. 550 is the, the road number. State Road 550. There's portions, like even just the regular service roads, where you look over and you're talking about what? A 300-foot? No, more than that. Like, it's, you can't even, 300 feet, and you still can't see the bottom. Yeah, no, it's... No guardrails on a two-lane fucking road with semi-trucks and buses and all sorts of stuff. Avalanches. And, and like, it's not like you got a big fucking foot gap. Well, how much edges is it? Or I you think I had, well, what was riding on there? On the road. On the, on the main road, I had probably, like, a foot on, each, on one side uh, as the semi-truck were coming over. You're talking about a foot till you get to the edge of falling off. Not like a foot of shoulder and then some giveaway. No, a foot until that's it. There's white line, all right? And then you get about like another seven, eight inches, and then there's the drop off. So, yeah. and then, go, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, no, but no, just no, to no, describe no. it a little bit to him. Um, while, while we're doing off-roading, um, especially with the Jeep, it got real, really tight. I'm not gonna do, I had like two, two and a half inches on one side at Ooh. one point. Uh, especially when uh, other jeeps or other uh, off-roading vehicle come down, um, you know, I mean, you got to try to wedge it, and it's it's tight, guys. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little shook coming down because I saw all those fucking jeeps and side by sides, and I was just like, oh, because now you're talking about even on the off-road trails, on those dirt roads, like at least you have trees to help cushion the fall. If that sounds oh, yeah, right. If that even sounds right, but. So, uh, who'd you have with you, though? This is the coolest so part, guys. I had Joe. He was our photographer for the day ride. Um, so, we're, we're, we just popped out our front hatch on yeah. top. Uh, and at some point, I mean, as the bikes were going through the turns, and they're, I mean, they're hauling ass. I mean, pardon my French, but they're hauling ass on these trails and jumping and all kinds of stuff. And as they come down, he would just pop on top while I'm still going off-roading. And I'm, like, jumping his Jeep. I'm going 40 miles an hour. And jumping this Jeep, and there's like no edge on the end. Like, it's just like six inches, maybe me like hogging the left wall. See, that's and, why I picked. And he's taking pictures, like, like oh, I'm good. Like, standing up. Like, fuck. Fuck. I'm like, dude, like, I need like harness belt something. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. It was like, guys, I know that's why I was saying, like, for you, it was a little, I know your day was a little bit more sketched than mine. Other than I had to operate a propane grill in an old mine. <laughs> I was like, dude, when I first got in there, I was like, oh, it smells. Well, it smells like some chemicals in this <laughs> motherfucker. Y'all want me to grill it in here? But at the same time, too, dude, just the drive alone was pretty cool up. Hold on, let, let's start back. It's like the beginning of the day. So you guys get to know what you're getting into here. These guys don't pay for, as far as they've already paid for their trip, their adventure. Mm hmm. So we start off the morning with getting the bikes ready. We help these guys out, whatever they need, prepping their gear. Yep. Or like, hey, you got water, you got, you know, uh, protein bars. So that way, whenever they stop or something, they get some chow, you know, just keep their energy up. Because Neil's really adamant about that. He wants everybody to have a great time. Then we had a rider's brief. After we had a rider's brief the night before, had another rider's brief in the morning, which I thought was great. Mm -hmm. And then, mind you, that was after breakfast for everyone. 
and you know water coffee everything i mean dude the guy's got a keurig in his trailer yep with a generator so that way you can have fresh coffee while you're getting your bike and stuff ready i thought that's cool so that part of it like the customer service that oh, yeah. goes into it how much he cares bro bar none that shit's fucking insane even talk about the fridges filled for everybody. So this what? hotel, yeah, they charge for checking the water, like using the water in the fridge and using the towels because they have a hot springs here. And it's like these guys, like Neil was like, no, 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 no. I already took care of all that. The hotel's catering, which I'm getting the chow, then grilling it to warm it because, you know, they got it, you know, chilled, you know, food, food purpose. It's like an old Cambro, like the old military containers. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just grilling. But... That's all I did. Your day is way more. <laughs> way worse. Yeah. We went through like three different uh, off-roading uh, passes. Uh, the initial one was a little bit uh, smoother just because you obviously Neil wants to see what the riders do. Skill because level. Of skill level. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, we did have some couple of hiccups, you know, like people falling over, breaking a little pig. and That's adventure thing. riding. But that's adventure riding, guys. If you get into the adventure riding and you think you're not going to scratch your bike... Eh, goddamn wrong. But so get a go away. Yo, you better get stickers. Because that's what stickers are good for. Stick yeah. that scratch. Hey, hold on. Nail polish, bro. Nail polish. Go, get some nail polish and put all that shit. Wash it. Nail polish. Watch it. The, 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 the watch it. So if you're noobs, uh, want to get into adventure riding, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. There's a lot of support. There's a lot of people online. There's uh, even people, you know, you can call people like it's we're there. Well, I think BDR is probably one of the biggest support mm-hmm. groups. And that's oh, why yeah. I like what Neil is doing, because I like the fact that he's bringing people into the sport and growing the BDR, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about, like, supporting people that are going to like you're trying to grow the sport and grow it. to You know, look, no matter what you're doing, adventure riding track or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and all of us at some point in time started on anything. It's like the evolution of motorcycles. Mm-hmm. So hold on. Before, after, so some of the other trails, right? Yep. Okay. Go. So on, so some of the trails, you know, uh, I mean, these guys are jumping like over water. I guess it's so dope. I'm like seeing these guys like, bah, just pow, like just got all over water and it's splashing everything. We were taking pictures, trying to get ahead of the group some, on some of the spots. Uh-huh. So that way we can see this, these guys coming down and just like whipping uh, uh, rooster tails and like little sand. Oh, by the way, yeah. who hired the photographer? Neil. Yep. And why did he hire the photographer? Um, so what Neil does is uh, um, at the end of the ride, at the end of the uh, the, the, the group ride, the three, four days or whatever you yeah. have planned, uh, what he does is uh, the photographer makes all the pictures. He uploads them, give every rider a code so you guys can download them. You can do whatever, whatever you want on it. And dude, on this it's trip, free, like, and on this trip, there's a lot of family and friends. Yes. It's like 11 guys and there's yeah, fathers and sons. Fathers and sons, brothers. Uh, old time friends like Kumbas, you know, from yeah. New York. So it's it's amazing, and these guys they always ride together. It's like they they used to be in the quad and the big things, and and they were like, you know what, we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna get the bigger bikes, and we're gonna start doing this. And this guy bought a trailer. I mean, it's just like this oh, is family, guys. Dope, like these guys are dope. family. You, you know? can tell, and they're not everybody not not related. It's just they got together, a bunch of people got together and became family. Like. Motorcycle, man. So, so. No, nah, they got a good energy, bro. Like, being around them, it's like, you can tell these guys are pretty well off, but at the same time, they're not, like, stuck up. Oh, they're, they're super not. chill with us. You know, I know they always, there's been, like, a couple times where, like, yo, man, you don't have to do that. It's like, no, nah, man, this is part of the experience. Mm-hmm. It's part of support. 
like earlier when you uh, you went to go get some Tylenol. So oh, it's yeah. like, oh man, you know my shoulders hurt. It's like, all right, well, we'll go get some Tylenol. You know that mm-hmm. was that was all you, dude. But that's the level of service, and it's pre- it's pretty cool, dude, to see that. So oh, yeah. sorry, go back no, to the rest no, no, of your the rest of your uh, um, day until we get to lunch. Yep, and then uh, so we we get to. Uh, one one of the other trails off, and uh, as uh, at one point the group stopped and there was blood, right? Not in a bad way. So, so one of the guys uh, hit the uh, the jump wrong, and kind of face planted to the steering wheel. <laughs> to the handlebars. To the handlebars. Yeah, yeah he, he is. Um, he had like a dirtback style helmet, you know, mm-hmm. open with the goggles, and I'm glad he had the goggles because he hit the the ram mount. I mean that ram mount stayed still, man. Those things are freaking. Bro. Bulletproof, man. I'll tell you. Yeah, bro. And he's one of the older gentlemen on the ride too. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, he's a warrior. Because yeah, I remember he came back. He's like, you see this blood on this rag? He's yeah. like, they see that's for me hitting my fucking nose. It's like, oh snap, yep. dude. Leading out. I mean, like a chat, man. Just pop, pop, pop. Some water, you know. Us support guys. Yeah. Hey, everything you need, anything, medical kit, whatever, whatever. Guys, like, no, I'm good, guys. You know. Use some uh, military, you know, hold your head back kind of thing. Just modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just regular things, you know, blow it out. And then, man, he's, this guy's a stud. He just went like, oh, I'm good to go. Let's go. And we kept going, you know. And then we came up to to the pass. Great pictures. I mean, I'm talking about, like, like there's, like, nothing on the edge. And you can see this guy snaking down. And they're just riding. Pop, pop, that was so. pretty cool, though, Dope. when we saw you guys coming up. Because me and Julie were standing there on the edge, the edge of the fucking mountain, of course. We were like sitting there <laughs> on the edge, looking down on the trail down below. And it was like, we're sitting there counting because there was like a break in the trees. And we're sitting there counting like, oh, because we heard you guys. Because uh, we, heard, we heard a bunch of like side-by-sides and we thought it was you guys, right, right. but it wasn't. So we're like, all right. And then we just kept looking down like, oh, shit, like one, two. We sit there counting like three, four, five. Like, all right, we got everybody. Where's the Jeep? I was like, I see the Jeep through the trees. There's Tony right there. I'm like, all right. It's like, all right, cool. And they got, they all came in and parked up like right on the ledges, perfect spot because it was an old mine. Iron was it iron mine? Iron or mine yeah. Was it an iron mine? I think it was an iron. It mine. was an old iron mine, which is pretty cool because in these mountains, there's a lot of old mines. Yep. You see a lot of them. tons of them. tons of them. And I set up the grill and everything, and they're like little buffet style. These guys came in, you know, Julie, Julie, she was the one, she was just telling me, look, man, I pulled just straight fucking Marine. I was like, tell me where to put stuff, like, eh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, like, ooh, ooh, just moving all this stuff, dude, and uh, we set it up and just started the grill, made sure it was all clean and stuff, and just, it was just cool, because you could tell good energy, guys were having a blast. Great food. How was the second half of your day? Second half of the day, uh, we came down, we actually went ahead on, on the next part of it, uh, just uh, obviously, with the photography side of it, because you know that's that's part of it. Photography got some really really good shots. I mean, I can't wait to like. He's gonna give me a part of the link and he's gonna send me some pictures and oh, I'll sh- I'll share it with you so that way if you want to put it on Facebook. Oh, of course, dude. Yeah, yeah I want to cool. post up some of those whatever ones I didn't get on on yeah. my iPhone. Yeah, we'll we'll get those going. Um, there was a, I mean, pretty pretty smooth ride. I mean, overall, besides you know the little hiccups and stuff, you gotta have them, guys. You know. But bro, what eleven was eleven or twelve riders? Twelve in that riders pack? total. Yeah. Twelve total, because you got you know Neil Sweeper and the two sweepers and, yep. and then ten riders. Like bro, that was that was actually a pretty smooth yeah. operation. That's smooth operation. Like, because I we weren't expecting you guys. We were expecting with a pack that big, to be like maybe another thirty forty five minutes. One, two, when they came back, when you guys came back, I was standing there in the window talking to my buddy on the phone. 
And I saw the first bike come up into the in the parking lot. I was like, oh shit, they're back already. It was it wasn't even four o'clock. Yeah. But it was like three fifty something. But we weren't even expecting you guys till four thirty, so I know you were hauling ass. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we were going. <laughs> we were going. We were going. Um, I mean I mean I'm talking about guys I felt like Ace Ventura coming through the damn jungle with his damn Bigfoot. Like that's how bad it was out there. It's just how was that passing the Jeeps, other Jeeps or other vehicles? What was um, that one sketchy part you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, so on one of the, one of the parts is um, we have about uh, a Jeep and a half trail, worth of trail. And here comes a F-250 4x4. I'm telling you, man. Dude, I didn't know it was an F-250. Oh, I thought oh. it was a fucking Jeep. No, no, no. Here comes an F-250 this way with a Jeep in the back behind them and i'm behind the f-150 off-road and we're like how the hell are we gonna do this because i can't back up hold on, hold on this motherfucker was coming up the trail the fucking he was coming down ass. the trail yeah he was coming down the trail and we were going up the trail so we're like how Ooh. the hell are we gonna do it so these guys on f-250 they hogged the wall and the and the jeep like hogged the wall like i'm talking about the, the wheels were on the wall while this f-150 was coming up Right, well, the F-150 in front of me was going up, and I was following the F-150, and I had like two inches of clearance between the, the tire, the outside of the tire, the wheel, to the to down the freaking ditch. Like, and the ditch is like 300 feet drop. Hell no. So we're like... To the nah, nah, And we have nah, to... We're sinking. To the nah. Our roof are like hitting, almost. Because that's how, how much of an angle these guys were. And like, we're like, okay, if you guys don't move forward... We can't move forward, so we're like sinking this. We're talking like in the middle, and like, okay, you go, and then I go, you go, and I go, and I go, and then finally we went through it. That's not a lot of freaking. That's catchy shit, like. <laughs> Bro, and there's people they do this shit around here. Yeah, I know, and it's normal. They're laughing like, like la, oh, hey guys, la, 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 you know, like, like, oh yeah, yep. But it's cool. There's uh, there's an etiquette, you know, throating. You know, obviously, if somebody's going up the up the hill, make sure they make it up the hill first before you go. Same thing with yeah. the motorcycles. Cause you don't know if they're gonna come back down, so learn your etiquette. So yeah, because that's what I, I was trying. What I was doing when I was coming around those switchbacks. Yeah. Because they had that little bit of room, I would try to go around wide so I can go around and look at the turn to make sure there was like nobody coming up. Because if there's yeah. somebody coming up, I yeah. just back up nope. so that way they can just get around yeah. real quick and then go around instead of like oh, I'm just gonna plow down. I'm not gonna lie though. I was like once I saw it was clear, I'd be like Yo. I go as for like and then get to the next point. Because, like, even when I came down to the bottom of the mountain, then, for one, I passed the Jeep right, literally, me and Julie pull off from the mine, mm -hmm. we're heading down, and right there, because it's, like, triple wide. You can oh, fit, like, yeah, three yeah. Jeeps wide, and still pass there, and then there's still two more Jeeps down at the bottom of the hill, at that section, by that yeah. little lake at the bottom, yeah, the yeah. little little pocket oh. of water. Yeah, and then, after that, it was all clear, because there was a ton, like, before you guys got there, I want to say... We saw about at least, at least eight, nine side-by-sides and about five to six Jeeps. But it didn't start until around lunchtime, the closer and closer you guys got there. It was like, oh, shit. So, I mean, I tell you, those Jeeps, dude, fucking brag on a brand, Jeep, holy shit, dude. I'm, dude. like, drifting this thing, these switchbacks. I'm, like, and I'm pushing this Jeep to the limit, man. Floor, I'm floor down, floor high, and... They're just like butter. I thought I was going to be like left and right, hitting my head like I'm in a Humvee or something, but nah. It wasn't until we got wow. over there to that pass, like when you're getting off 550 to come up. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I got up, because you know, it's like that first initial 
hill is like steep as fuck until you get to the trail. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to kick it in and see what this thing can do. And it powered right up. I was like, damn, dude, yep. I was pretty impressed. No, nah, the Jeep, we were kind of like, I was like, damn, dude, it's pretty badass. They have stock suspension. It's stock, dude. That's it what I'm saying. It's a stock Jeep. Like, I was like, I was telling Julia, I was like, tires, man, now nah, I get it. I was like, I get it. I was like, I still won't spend fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 on oh, a yeah, fucking no. Jeep, but no. I get it now. Yeah. I if it was it. in the 30 plus some up, upgrades, mm-hmm. it'd be a great price for a Jeep. But for me, it's like, Right off the bat, like fifty grand, it's like mm, I can get a luxury vehicle for fifty grand. <laughs> so, they were hauling ass on the way back. I mean, they were hauling ass. All and then around. it was funny because I knew they were hauling ass when I was like, "Yo, where's the jeep?" At? Oh yeah, no, no. Because <laughs> you was like, "He gone." Like they were, they took off, and then yeah, you came were. in about like four or five minutes after them. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're uh, so as I was coming down the mountain. Uh, there was a couple of because I was going back back backward now. Mm-hmm. I had to slow down just a little bit because there was a lot of vehicle coming up, um, and so that kind of slows down the jeeps, you know, because you got to make sure there's clearance. They have to back up. I yeah. have to back up. You know, just adequacy and. Um, but it, the good thing is, like, we always have communication between riders and sweepers. So I have walkies. Neil has walkie. You know, this yeah. Guy. I mean, so well, he has the yeah. you know like GPS units. In yeah, case I mean, he's lost, got spots. all sorts of shit, dude. Like. He's, they got emergency fuel, first aid yeah. kit, like all, like we loaded They're all that stuff up guys. when we pre-flighted like those bikes. Yeah, they even got a spot beacon, so if you get lost and you stay there, we're able to see you where you're at and pick you up. Like it's, you can't get lost. Like well, <laughs> we'll find you. Like, I like the pre-flight and the safety aspect, oh, even yeah. though it was like there. Were, you, I could tell you guys were riding hard, like yeah. or those guys were riding hard, and you were like, because dude, you had to stick with them. And I was like, God yeah. damn, you know, fuck that. So, but man, so what? What are they supposed to do tomorrow? Tomorrow, some of the same, some the, of the same ones, or? I think it's the Silverton uh, loop. Okay. And then uh, they got three more loops going through here. Um, Neil was looking at, uh, I know we had like uh, one rider that wasn't feeling too good today. Yeah, altitude so he seconds. He, he's in altitude seconds, well, so he didn't come. So tomorrow, you might ride with me, so. Dude, we're, well, the thing is, we're already 8,000 feet. Just here in Array. I think we're like 7,000, 8,000 feet here. And then, when you get up there, up to the t- uh, like over here at the top of the five fifty, when it starts getting like all edge, you're twelve thousand feet up in that area. I saw twenty at some point. Well, yeah, because because yeah, dude, I remember you you hit two mountains. Like yeah. it's like all right, you already have the initial right here. Yeah. And then you hit another one, and then it's on the other side of that mountain, but it doesn't. You don't come down nearly no. as much. It's like a couple of the snake turns, yep. and then it's like boop, like you're right there at the plateau. And then it's up the trail. So it was like, because I remember, like, dude, there was a point in time I remember I was I was lifting the fucking cooler. I was like, eh? and it was like, I put it down. I was like, yeah, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I got there too. I was like, God, because I, like, uh, I, I was running, making sure that the, that was, you know, because me, me and the photographer Joe were working pretty good together to where, like, yeah. I would go where we think that spot was going to be good. And I will stand there and I will just kind of run myself down so that way you can take a couple pre shot and see how they were going oh, to come see up how, to. Oh, that's cool. So I was bro. like running, dude. Like, and I was like, hey. Oi. Oi, chinga. Like, oi, you know, oi. I was like, man, I, and I got lightheaded quick because this can't I'm not used to. I, I can't I, breathe my, with the my oxygen. High, my hair. And I can't breathe. The, the oxygen. Oh, man. The air. Definitely everybody, you know, as I was talking to everybody, uh, I mean, they, they're, they're, they're having a blast. Like, it's just like. Well. I like the fact that, you know, he's got this, he, Neil's got a partnership with Climb. I know they're, yeah. they're taking care of him and it's like, good job, Climb. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Shout dude. out, Climb. Dude. Shout out, Climb, dude. Badass. Cause was it, everybody had a hydration pack. Yep. 
you know, so it's like everybody's got water on them and stuff, and then all the snacks. He's like, yo, you see somebody with an empty hand, hand them a snack. Like, and Neil will give you a hydration pack, guys. Yeah. And then, Climb hydration pack. Like, it's, it's Yeah, it's, too. well, that's, it's part of it. It's yep, part of it's it. It's part of the experience. That's so it was funny, because I, I was busting Neil's balls. I was like, hey, man. Because he's like, yo, did you make sure everybody was all right? I was like, hey, man. Oh, you need some water? You need, you, here, here's a bar. He was like, dude, he started laughing. He was like, bro, yeah, yeah, I'll take, I'll take a couple bars. I was like, all right, that's when I came over yeah, here, Jeep, yeah. and got him before we left. And then you guys get back, okay, and me and Julia are here waiting. You know, we already had the cooler stocked up, ready to yep. go. And then it's like, okay, happy hour, beers. You know, yep. I knew it was good, and that's what I told. I can't remember who I was talking to. One, I think it was one of the riders or Andy. No, it was Andy. Andy? Andy's yeah, the yeah. sweeper. So Andy's yep. he's, he's – just a he's a freelance like us and i was like man you know it was a good time because look at all of them because all of them are like ah, shooting the shit fucking smiling like ah. we start handing beers out and they're all cool like that that was pretty badass bro everybody had a gopro up because this is like yeah you know they, they gotta have footage i mean they I, I think i think they got the footage when he hit the face <laughs> I think yeah he got the, footage. the thing is too like i said okay so photographer the gear the check okay the beer and then you come back Yep. And then we just had catered dinner with a happy hour with appetizers. So it's like a full-on fucking experience, bro. Yep. Like, that's – I've never even heard anything like this. Mm-mm. And I remember working with him. You, you talked to him in passing. So, oh, yeah, 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 right? Yep. But what do you what do you think of the operation? Very smooth operation. I mean, they, they, they uh, uh, improvise, adopt, and overcome, really. It's they're, yeah. they they get it done like it's it's so smooth to where like if you ever book with Neil, you really have to do nothing but ride, like you're there. What show, do you up, need? show up, and show ride. up and ride. Like what do you need? We got it for you. Don't even trip. Yeah, he made it really clear with us. Like yeah, yeah man, make sure these guys have everything. Everything they want. Yeah, it was whatever. Really? Like chapstick, whatever. And any chapstick was running. I yeah. know. Medication, we went to get them. Like no big deal. Yeah, nah, man, that was yeah. fun. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it was like everybody did it. Oi. Yeah. Oh, eat, oh, eat, oh, eat. Like, it's like, oh man, I dude, I felt like the pusher man because I carried my to go bag, mm-hmm. you know, that I always when I flew around with the companies and stuff, I always had like, you know, some Tums, some ibuprofen, yep. some goodies. And like, I felt like the pusher man, bro, because I was like, yo, was like, yo man, you got eat the ibuprofen? I'll take five. I was like, five? God <laughs> damn, who overdose with these ibuprofen? Oh, this ain't shit. Like I felt like the pusher, but I was like, all right, who else need biofreeze? Well, <laughs> you need Tums? Somebody got heartburn? <laughs> What'd you say to them? They were like, what? They were over there. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. They were like, man, this is fun. But we were like really bonding. And I'm like, man, I might go get some gold bond. Y'all hurting and shit. Like, and they were just busting laughing. Like, that's some gold bond, you know? Pass it around. Oh, shit, dude. Yo, and these cats are like. They're having, they're having so much fun. They're laid back. They, you don't have to worry about it. You know, if you come, if you come in here and ride, and you want to be stuck up, it's kind of like, why? Yeah, it's your fault. It's, it's your fault. Like it's not Look, even. I'm not even riding, and I'm having fun. Yo, I'm like that. That's riding. the that, that's the thing. Like I know it'd be like three times, four times. It'd be off the chain fun if we were riding it. Yep. But for one, I want to get my I want to get my adventure skill up a little bit more before I tackle something like this. Good, like good. Vegas is a really good place. That's why I wanna I wanna try Vegas to focus really on uh, focus on Vegas routes and get those Pretty really well. down so I can get really good because Christmas Tree Pass I'm pretty confident on yeah. that wasn't too bad, but I want to get like really technically sound mm-hmm. before I try to come and tackle something like this mm-hmm. off road. We'll hit Perump, the backside Perump. It's it's yeah. it's not this bad. It's light level, but it's like uh, I would say like. It's like pre-intermediate. Like it's like beginner 
and intermediate. It, this is like a yeah. pre-intermediate. It, it makes it to where like a beginner guy can can do it. Like, it, well, I think that's that's the level for me. I'm intermediate because like I'm past the beginner's phase yeah. with my experience and getting used to riding. It's mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I got to get a bike to set it up. It. and Yeah, you got to set it up and go do and it. And go do it. Because that's, that's the thing. Amazing. You got to set up your suspension. Yep. Got to set up everything right. Because, yo, there's some dumbasses out there. Like, oh, I'm going to ride a different bike every time. Like, fucking, fucking idiot. Like, dude, the whole purpose is you ride the fucking bike. I mean, Valentino Rossi doesn't switch up fucking different kinds of bikes throughout right. the fucking season. Mark Marquez doesn't do that. Like, these motherfuckers don't do that. There's a reason why. They ride the same fucking bike. They adjust They adjust the motorcycle to the conditions. On the track, yeah. But when you're looking at they already have their base foundation down. Mm-hmm. They're just making little changes, and they know where those changes need. And they're not major changes, guys. They're, like, tiny changes. Yeah. They're not major changes. Like, oh, well, let, let's go up in fork fluid. No. It's, like, one click to the right to dampen. That's why I never got that because that was one of the advice we try to give somebody. We're like, yo, bro, you need to set the bike up for yeah, yourself. Ride one yourself. fucking bike. You buy fucking a bike, set it up. King dingling dumbass fucking. Yep. We got six bikes. Fucking, okay. Like, what the? <laughs> Whoa, so you're going to be slow in all six? Yeah, fucking, like, or, or fast on one? Like, Especially if you're racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, anyways. Hashtag want to be a racer. Sa! Sa! Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep. <laughs> I swear. Bro, that... All right, so hold on. One more thing before we yep. go. Because, okay, so dinner dinner was done. Oh, dude. It was really good. It was like fried chicken ribs, mashed potatoes. Last night, what, we had lasagna. Last night, lasagna. This, the appetizer was really good. I like... I, I know... Like I think this one... This owner just bought this hotel. And it's like turned yep. around. And he turned around. And it's private in brand new, brand new beds. I mean, bro, because they were nice as shit when I came back to drop off all the fucking the containers and stuff for the yep. for the chow. And they're, they're flexible like, guys too, you know. I was like, hey man, where are, where can I dump the trash? I'll just leave it here. We'll take care of it. Yep. I was like, hey, can you wash our tongs? Because you know they got dirty. Like, yeah, give them here, honey. I'll take care of it. I was like, yo, what the like? Super nice. I, I really customer like this service, time. guys. It's all about customer service. Bro, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't care how much money you pay. Customer service yep. speaks volumes above everything else. And yep. I think that's been a big lesson here, looking to see what kind of operation that he's running and realizing what really is going to make the difference in the sport and the industry, which is taking care of people and mm-hmm. giving them a good fucking time, like giving them a great oh, yeah. time. I think this is like the second time they book with Neil. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, and uh, they were talking about it booking another way. Yeah, dude. That's, so, that's awesome, man. Yeah, these guys are really cool. I know. And it's got to be good chemistry too. Yeah. And they seem like they have a really good chemistry with him. Yeah. We're dude, we're having a blast with them. So, well, look, man, let's get some rest because tomorrow, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow what zero zero six thirty comes uh, comes real fast, and that way we, I don't think it's gonna be as much prep work in the morning no, since we, we kind of like over. I think that big thing is gonna be that foot, that that peg though. Yeah, we they're gonna they're gonna hit the peg first thing in the morning. I'm gonna be there to help assist whatever. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be there too. Because they're gonna have to drill that and extract and the pin. So basically, one of the riders fell over and broke the his uh his foot peg, and it snapped the the foot peg bolt snapped off in the mount. So in the morning, we're gonna have to try to drill it and extract it because he's got another bolt so he can put in there and that way he can keep riding. Because dude, that shit look like fucking. <laughs> it looked like San Francisco, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! So, look so, like Kong worked on that shit. So, quick, the, the quick fix that we got. So, a couple of tips: always safety wire, always bring it with you. Anytime, anytime I rode somewhere, always like I have a spool of safety wire. 
That that shit does like wonder wheel Bro, it. Trust me. Yeah, I got, I got safety wire swipes. <laughs> if you have to, yeah, you could. Yeah, uh, I've seen it done. Um, so safety wire to uh, part of the frame. Then we had two regular zip ties crisscross, two heavy duty zip ties crisscross, and then we had uh, uh, twelve gauge wire <laughs> twisted in there just to hold that peg up. Bro. To hold because we're going off roading, you know. If you're on the road, you don't need that much. But if you're going off roading because you can bounce, you have to you have to have a, like a good platform for your feet, not just no, enough sure. on it, but at least to like to absorb some to of absorb the, some so of the, the shock. shock and stuff. Yeah. And that thing held, dude, like a champ. Yeah, I was pretty impressed when I heard like what you it's guys like because I remember like, I saw like one of the riders he was like grabbing some wire that was in the building. Of the yeah, body. I was like, like, I was like, what? Like, dude, what, 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 what is going on here? Crisscross, man. That's all you gotta do. Well, alright, man, you guys made it happen. Look, we're gonna get this thing going, dude. Zero six thirty comes early. Have a good day, guys. But thanks for listening, guys. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that little. 30 minute chit chat between me and Tony uh, talking about day one. Like I said, guys, this is a three day tour for these guys. So uh, we still got a couple more. I got to wrap up some content with Tony on our end, but uh, I'm looking forward to sharing the rest of the story in this trip with you guys. Okay. Um, one of the things I've learned that kind of came to limelight while I was on this trip was wearing the proper equipment. Okay. Dress for the ride. Now, I've heard that shit before myself, and it's just kind of like, oh, just for the ride. And I'm guilty. I have been guilty. Uh, I've been that fucking squid kid punk wearing just a helmet, gloves, because the law requires it, or the helmet is required at least, and some sneakers. Okay, but I have since been a little bit better about, I constantly, I consistently wear my helmet and my gloves, and also, uh, Stepping my footwear game up. Usually when I'm on the bike, I know I'm going to be doing something serious. I'll be wearing boots. Uh, I do have a pair of riding boots specifically just for motorcycling. But one of the things I wanted to cover was helmets in particular. Okay. Now, we used to have a saying in the air wing, right tool for the right job. Uh, also, that could be multiple things. But at the same time, it's quite literal. Right tool for the right job. Coincides with dress for the ride. Okay. Um. So you really need to evaluate what kind of riding you're going to be doing and making sure you have the appropriate gear for such. I know some people, they have a tendency of, oh, well, I already got one helmet, so I don't need to have another helmet. But you need to make sure you're being safe for the ride you're riding. All right. Now, I saw a lot of people out on those trails on side by sides with no helmets. And I saw a lot of people with helmets. And then I saw some people that just had fucking bicycle helmets. OK, now quite scary considering the conditions and the circumstances that are out there and the margin of error where you know you fuck up you can go down a mountain so but it definitely reminded me to put that out there for you guys to make sure you're dressing for your ride appropriately okay so if you're just going out for a normal ride that night and you know you're going to be on your crotch rocket or cruiser well make sure you got the proper footwear make sure you have a helmet on uh, I know a lot of cruiser guys have a tendency of the half shell. That's your that's your personal preference. I don't recommend it. I recommend everybody wear a full face. I recommend cruiser guys, if you have that need, get a modular helmet. Yeah, it's still not 100% as secure as a full face, full face. But still, you know what? Anything that puts something, a barrier of some kind between you and the fucking asphalt, I'm going to say is a good thing. 
I'm not going to say it's bad. I know tons of people that have switched to modular helmets. Uh, there are cruiser riders and they're just as happy. And it gives them an extra peace of mind and knowing that you're safe. Because remember, guys, not everybody has your skill set uh, as as Neil he has a saying that I fucking love it. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to rob it from time to time. He said, there's a lot of people out there that are NSR, no skill required. Okay. And it applies on the streets as well, guys, whether they're in a cage or they're on two wheels, there's a lot of people out there that they fucking just got their shit and no skill required. And they're just out there terrorizing the streets or not say terrorizing, but they're out there ripping around carelessly. So, that being said, make sure you're wearing a helmet for the ride. If you're going to be a dirt guy and you know you're predominantly going to be off-roading, then I'm not going to tell you to use your fucking or your street helmet or the helmet you have for track. Go get a dirt helmet. Okay? Same thing if you're uh if you're a street rider or you're an adventure rider. Okay? The normal dirt helmet may not work for normal adventure riding conditions. So you need to make sure you have an adventure specific helmet. For when you're going back and forth from service roads to off-roading, all right? And then also the street guys. Like I said, you got anybody on a crotch rocket, I always recommend you wear a full face. Uh, anybody on a cruiser, I recommend modular, bare minimum three quarters at least. Uh, anything beyond that, you're taking taking your chances in your own hands. And I, look, that's your choice and I respect it. But I'm just going to tell you from what I've seen, the experiences, I definitely go with full face, modular at the least. Okay, but guys, look, we're at over 400 plays. I'm super humbled. Um, I'm always going to be thankful for you guys. Facebook page is picking up some steam. All right, as well. So look, I'm only want to say about 85 plays away from I'm just going to go ahead and do the Instagram. But like I said, I set that goal. So I'm not going to fall short of it. Or I'm not going to call it too early. As soon as I get to 500 guys, I'll be on the Instagram with the motorcycle dad with Tito Instagram page. Okay. But uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Keep listening. I got a couple more episodes dropping this week because of the trip and the content that we got from that. Okay. And everybody have a great week. Have a positive week. Look, guys, if you're around negative people, that shit rubs off. Be around people that are about being some, about doing some shit and about being positive and they're about building something. If that's the type of person you are, if you're not, then, you know, hey, that's cool, too. But if you're going to be a builder, be around builders, be around people that are positive, find the happiest person at your fucking job and hang out with them instead, because I promise you, your days will be better. Your quality of life is going to be better. And that that clock, you won't be looking at it every fucking 10 minutes thinking, when is it time to get out of here? be around positivity. Okay. And this podcast has been a big, 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 big vehicle for positivity in my life. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Continue to listen, continue to be involved. If you have anything, recommendations, topics or whatnot, please don't hesitate to give me a shout. If you got my number then hit me up, if not, then you know where to get at me on Instagram, Tito CP 702 on Instagram, or go like the podcast page on Facebook motorcycle dad with tito also one last thing not that it's a footnote but i want to give a special uh, shout out to trivetta he's a marine corps brother of mine that is also in the industry and bro i know you're out there you know you're down there doing your thing with uh with your dealership group uh tons of love and respect for you man thanks for listening and uh, i look forward to getting you on the podcast here real soon okay look guys like i said it's only the beginning of the week keep positive keep pushing 
mad love and respect for everybody. Much love and respect, whichever way you want to look at the ML and R. And uh, I'll see you when I see you. Peace.